Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I just had a thought and I'm smiling. Our membership for the College of Massage Therapists of Ontario is going to be coming up soon to renew for the year. And I'm debating on whether if I'm going to go inactive this coming year or not. Because I treat, I treat. I, to be honest with you, I treat just, just over, <laughs> just over the amount to 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 allow me to stay active, and I want to focus a lot more on doing the teaching and doing the courses. And I'm also considering potentially throwing together a conference, mm-hmm. which is going to eat so much time. So then my question is, this whole fucking intro might have to change. If I'm inactive, I don't think I can go around saying I'm an RMT, massage therapist, and I don't yeah. want to throw an I'm an inactive massage. Like it's so fucking weird. Anyway. So you'll just be, my name is Mark, registered kinesiologist. So me, me, you just cut that out. Let me just practice. Okay. Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists. And You're mic- not even a massage therapist. Welcome, welcome. Do we have to change our name? To, welcome, welcome. <laughs> You're listening to our podcast, uh, Amanda, the massage therapist and the dude on the couch. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, oh no. fuck. What, okay. What kind of, what you kind know of what? <laughs> you guys just help me decide. I'm going to renew my license in full because that we'll just sounds stupid. We'll work on it. You can still call yourself a massage therapist even if you're inactive. You can't say you're... Oh, I don't know. I don't. You're going to get some person just tag you from the college. Like, you, yeah. you yeah. know, it's going to be somebody. It's yeah. a hater. There's always yeah. a hater. Uh, I'll, I'll renew it just so we can keep saying yeah. <laughs> it on this. <laughs> so you're purpose. going to pay $800 so that you don't have to change the intro to the podcast. And it's I not even that. a pre-recorded <laughs> intro. It's just something that I say. So. You, I didn't know it was, wasn't pre-recorded when you really? started saying it. I was it's, like, Wow, it the sounds... outro, the outro is also not pre-recorded at all. It's just me going purse. <laughs> wow. Do you want to hear uh, part of the story about that? Since you are you're new here, so when we started the podcast. We had zero plan of what we were going to do. It was just Mark had this idea. Let's start a podcast. I was like, cool, let's do it. And then we started recording episodes and he said he didn't want to do a pre-recorded intro. He didn't want to have a song. He just thought it was kind of hokey. So he just started and this whole welcome, welcome just kind of came out. And then we did a few episodes where it was just him. We did some episodes where it was just me. And there was one day where it was just going to be me interviewing someone and he wasn't joining in. And I said, well, how do I how do I start? He's like, what do you mean? How do I start? And I was like, I don't know what to say. I'm like, you always say welcome, welcome. He's like, then you do that. I'm like, no, no, like you absolutely can't. That is your thing. I no. cannot do it. And so, so you do whatever it is you do. Haven't right. you seen WKRP? Dr. Johnny Fever has, you know, he's got his fellow babies. That is what he calls him. And like Venus flytrap. Listen, calls him listen old man, you are the one who does the intro. So anyway, as mm. time went on and we now don't do separate recordings, like we do every episode together, as time went on, that just became the intro. And so a couple of times we'd sit down, we'd start recording and he didn't do it the same. And I was like, no, 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 no. Same thing yeah. with the outro. Like people expect him to say, peace. He, it has to. <laughs> happened. It does. So it's not pre-recorded, but no. you might as well have pre-recorded an intro because that's what it's become. Anyway, we should actually introduce our guest. We have a guest who came in from where did you come from today? Guelph, Waterloo? I live, in, I live in Cambridge uh, okay. and my office is in Waterloo, Ontario. Goddamn Tri-City. I don't understand it. <laughs> apparently apparently, there's a street that there's an intersection that happens four times. I was told. <laughs> I listened to that podcast. You had uh, another fellow uh, Waterloo. Yeah. yeah, Darlene, yeah, yeah. I guess. And they, uh, Marcia. And they, yeah, yeah. And she discussed and it's true. It's uh, King and Weaver in four times. <laughs> That's crazy. And I had to. Cr- I was, you know, you were talking about on the episode how you love Toronto as a grid. Yeah, yeah. And in Waterloo, it's not. And the reason being, and this is, might be for folklore, is you can edit out that folklore, but folklore. Well, we'll keep the folklore. <laughs> is that it? The roads mimic the cow paths. We have so many Mennonites. Uh, 
that the roads just became like the where the cows meandered to the stream became yeah, yeah, yeah. the carts became the roads and that's why there is no grid like pattern in Waterloo mm. region history I shit love it. the stuff we don't know <laughs> yeah Needler, you know what he could have made that up <laughs> it's true and we're just gonna up. believe it yeah. <laughs> i have an insurance <laughs> <laughs> well now you all know so chris came in from waterloo cambridge wherever whether he's coming from work or home mm-hmm. and he came to talk to us about insurance now don't tune out just yet oh it's not a boring <laughs> conversation i don't know why everyone would think it's a boring conversation i'm just kidding before no, most people do. before no we offense. started yeah, yeah. i had a client here. i don't know how you made this your life but Okay. <laughs> well, before we started, I had a client here and she saw us getting set up for the podcast as she was leaving in the other room. And she said, oh, what are you guys recording about today? What are you talking about? And I said, oh, no. she, she said, who's, who's the guy on the couch? And I said, "He's uh, he works in insurance. We're talking about insurance. She went, oh, and disappointed, walked out. <laughs> no, this is going to be a sweet topic. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, before we start, we should actually introduce our guest. So his name is Chris. We know he's from Tri-City. And why don't you give a little bit of background about who you are, what you do, and why you're here? Uh, yeah, thank you. First of all, thanks for having me. Uh, I've done, in, during this pandemic mostly, I've done a lot of Zoom. Uh, Zooms and and you know uh, Instagram lives and stuff. I'm very excited to be here because you in guys person. have in person um, and because uh, you have such a broad following. Uh, and I'm really excited to be participating in in this forum, especially with the the uh, audio aspect of it. Um, yeah, so uh, you've kind of hit on a few things. Yeah, so my name's Chris Stark. Uh, I've been a in- commercial insurance broker for eight years, and I'm actually a third generation insurance broker in from Waterloo Region. Uh, grandpa and dad and uh, myself have all worked uh, in the industry. So you mentioned, you know, how I made this my life. It was yeah. pretty basically genetics. Yeah, yeah, I had no choice. You had no choice. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was 24 years old. I I was working in London in the restaurant business, at London, Ontario, and I woke up and said, oh, something something's changed in my in my DNA and my complex, and I need to sell policies. <laughs> 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 so I called dad up and he drove down and uh, yeah, I started working. Like, he's like, finally, yeah. finally. <laughs> yeah, he's been trying, I've been trying for years. Um, yeah. And I have two sons now and they're pretty much fucked. They know that guy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. My, yeah. My, uh, my five-year-old calls uh, insurance brokerages, insurance uh, stores or policy, <laughs> st- policy, policy shops. Policy shops. Policy shops. Yeah, yeah. You go to the policy shops and yeah. yeah. So he wants to be a broker or a policeman when he grows up. No, uh, he'll go, go broker, go broker, go broker. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of uh, how I got into it. Um, and then uh, recently in the last uh, uh, two years, I've kind of uh, went and got, wanted to start my own brokerage. So we've partnered with a, uh, a large uh, brokerage uh, out of uh, Windsor, Ontario, or, or Essex, called Ives Insurance, another mm-hmm. generational uh, brokerage. And we came to them with you know my experience and a desire to embrace technology and find insurance and, and mash them together. Uh, so we've started a, a, a small division called Advantage Insurance. The tagline is get an advantage on your insurance. Mm. Um, hokey. And then the uh, acronym is AI Insurance because you know eventually we'll all be buying insurance from robots. Right on. And uh, here we are uh, now with uh, sitting on the on the couch, the famous the two famous arm, two armties in my couch we've met before i don't know if you remember we we've, we've met we've had phone conversations and we've exchanged emails and i don't know if you remember this and everyone that has ever taken my record keeping course knows who you are wow yeah we've because, talked about you on episode really I, you have a lot of episodes because, <laughs> because in the record keeping course there's a section at the end that i do with case studies and i reached out to you when we cuz we had met each other 
who uh, the massage Canadian expo. Uh, the massage therapy expo. I want to say it was 2016. They only did it for three years in Vaughn. I, I feel like it was 2016 because Something I like that. or maybe 2017. I think I was enormously pregnant actually when we met. So yeah, maybe 2017. <laughs> yeah, so we've met a couple times, and um, so I reached out to you, and I'm like, hey, I've got this record keeping course, and I would really love if you can send me something that is a real case where someone's records save their life, essentially. And then another case, if you can, where someone's records just kind of totally fuck them up. And you told me the best story over the phone. It was like the juiciest story over the phone. And then what you sent me was something completely different. Oh, no. And I was, I, I, I was when I got the email, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to share this with my class. And then I read it, and I'm like... Okay. It was it was great, but it just wasn't what we talked about. And I was all pumped for what we talked okay, about. Okay, can we please go back and talk about what the story was over the phone then? Now I'm so I know you have told all me. I remember about it, it was just a juicy fucking story. It was like it was Chris like, is like, <laughs> What the hell did I say? I'm trying to think of which one. <laughs> Do you have any can, tell well, me okay, at least no, one let, juicy let's, story? Let's 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 back this all up. So let's Let's give an idea because there's 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 a bunch of students that listen to this as well, and uh, a bunch of uh, prospective RMTs that are waiting to do their licensing exam and stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially now that everything got shut down due to COVID, so they're all going to be up and running, you know, very very soon. Hopefully in January, and there's going to be a whole bunch of new therapists out running around. So why don't we give them a little bit of a piece on what is needed from them in terms of professional liability insurance and all that kind of stuff? How about that? Awesome. So we'll you know we'll get we'll get really boring for a second. We'll talk about bylaw 10 in the CMTO handbook. I like that. Uh, bylaw 10 is what uh, the College of Massage Therapists mandates that you uh, wonderful professionals must have, which is $2 million of uh, professional liability, a $5 million aggregate, which means how much $2 million per claim or $5 million in total per year. Mm-hmm. You need to have a deductible of $1,000 or less and have what we call a 10-year extended reporting period. That's pretty much in verbatim of, of what the email says. So you can don't need to Google it or check in that way. Um, that way. Okay. <laughs> <yeah>. um, <laughs> Even yeah. as you were saying it, I'm like, yeah. where have I read this or heard this <laughs> exactly. seven million times before? Um, so uh, yeah, so all all participants in the RMT uh, insurance space, uh, we all exceed that. So some insurance providers pro- provide uh, 5 million, some provide, I myself provide 3 million. Um, the, uh, the, co- the association provides 6 million. We all so it's basically impossible in Ontario to buy the wrong insurance. Right. Um, so yeah, there's many things for you to require. Um, it's good to know. Uh, yeah. So you really can't, uh, you know, um, go wrong. Uh, there's actually when you go on the CMT website and you you have to put your insurance in. There's only really two options. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put other, uh, which is nice to see. Um, but yeah, there's you know, it's not always a. Uh, a set. Um, it is a set uh, products, and the uh, we all pr- pr- provide the, the right amount. Cool. I mean, not really, but thanks for saying that. It is cool. <laughs> it's well, I, mean, I do have some questions about insurance stuff, but I think Amanda, you had a whole bunch of stuff. Are you, no, or do no, you no. want to just hear? Okay, so tell me how the insurance, how insurance claims work. Like, how does it work, and why the hell would I ever need to call you up? Yeah, other than the fact that the college makes you buy insurance, the uh, the insurance protects, and I would say this is the insurance protects you from random events. Mm-hmm. So, like, no one ever calls me and says, "Hey, the most logical thing happened." <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone fell off an insur- a table and, uh, you know, and they're suing me for a million dollars. That never happens. Um, it's always random, random things. Uh, just to give you like some, a live example and, and we'll get into the juicy RMT stories that Mark has been waiting for, for like years now. I'm literally on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I know. <Let's> go. <laughs> <laughs> Is I had a phone call on, on a, I do a beauty service as well. So I have a tanning salon and a woman called me and said, I think I might get sued. 
and I am, she owns the tanning salon. I go, why, what would you do? Well, a guy was getting out of the tanning bed and it fell on his head. The door, I was like, what? She's like, yeah, like he was getting out of it. And, you know, apparently the, the hinges collapsed and it, it hit him. Then he drove away. I was like, Shit. so that's, you know, that's the stuff you get for, for, you know, insurance <laughs> claims and, and all that stuff. So, uh, Mark, if you could just, you know, give me a, you know, a, a noun about the claim that I mentioned to you four years ago, and then I will, f- I will either fill in the blanks of, of the actual details. Give me a noun. It was, it was, it was actually a sexual abuse type of case. Okay. Um, I think that's all, that's all I remember from it, to be honest. It was a sexual abuse case. And then it started making me think down a whole path about, about how the, how professional liability insurance works in terms of reimbursing someone back when they pay out for lawyers and such like that. Mm-hmm. And then I think in that, that's how I know this, because in that discussion, we talked about for the company that you were, that you were working for then, that they actually don't touch sexual abuse cases until you're proven innocent. Yeah. Right. And things like that. So that, that, that brought us to that conversation. So, yeah. Like, so I guess like there's many sexual um, abuse claims, unfortunately in your industry. Um, and like I said, they are, you are, uh, you don't get the claim paid out until you're proven innocent. Is that, is that only sexual abuse or is that also fraud too? That is just when it, uh, sexual abuse or, or anything of that nature. Okay. Um, and it, there's two lines of coverage for that. Um, you know, there's, you guys can get pulled in front of your college and having to, um, you know, describe, uh, what happened. Yep. Um, and then you have to, you might have to have a lawyer for that. Um, you know, most, there's very few, you guys are a very professional industry. Mm-hmm. Um, last, in the last uh, 24 months, there's only been 36 insta- instances of someone having to go in front of the uh, the CMTO and describe, you know, what went wrong. And, right. you know, it was still things like forgetting to buy insurance, um, record keeping, uh, massaging your spouse and getting caught, um, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff is that, uh, so that's the kind of stuff you got to be, uh, you know, aware of. But in general, um, those kind of, if you were innocent, you would be, uh, you know, you can claim against your insurance in certain lines of certain lines of coverage. Right. Um, yeah, you know, sexual abuse, uh, uh, claims, you know, there are some that are more serious. Um, we've, you know, most bizarre one we've ever seen was a, uh, a woman, uh, in another province. Uh, she got flagged twice for, you know, supposedly molesting her male clients, which is very rare. Like it's usually no offense, Mark, me, me you know, men it's like us. Typically the other way around. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that was a very bizarre, uh, claim. Um, but yeah, no, when it comes back to fraud and if you get, if you get dropped off a lawsuit, you know, call your broker. I always tell my clients, you know, call 911 first and then call me second. Mm. And that kind of analogy actually makes people think like, oh my goodness, someone slipped and slipped and fell and I'm going to, I'm going to call 911 and something's telling me I need to call Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't Why? know, <laughs> but I need to call him. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's many things we can do to, uh, to kind of get the claims process started ahead of time. Cause you have up to two years to file a claim. Um, my favorite, uh, claim story and uh, let's get into it let's do it is i once had a uh, claim for an acupuncture where the woman spent two years uh, collecting data about how she couldn't move her elbow because there was a piece of uh, an acupuncture needle stuck in her Oof. so she was in there for she got uh, tr- uh, some acupuncture done from an R- rmt yeah in january of 2017 got it removed over the holidays and so the next 12 months moving her figuring what she couldn't do with her left arm until she dropped off the lawsuit a year later. Oh, wow. And, you know, the RMT knew about it at the time because they, you know, she called and said, hey, listen, you left something in my arm and they went to the hospital and got it removed. Um, 
but you know, you, when you get a lawsuit twelve months later, you, you're not gonna remember what happened. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Who was what, what brand of uh, what brand of needle were you using? What was the day like? You know, where's her no- notes? Why were you working on her elbow in the first place? She didn't even touching that part of her body. <sighs> All those the soap notes need to be collected. So yeah, yeah. call nine one one first, and then call then call Chris. I'm gonna plug us to keep good records mm-hmm. like Dude. yeah if you're gonna get somebody coming after you 12 months later no i'm not gonna remember what happened unless i have really fucking detailed notes mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. keep your notes good hmm. i wonder if something like that also went to uh, went as a complaint against that therapist to the college because i think there's a big disconnect from people understanding that okay someone can come after you in terms of like malpractice mm-hmm. professional liability and not complain to the college about anything yeah. right and that's another that's one of the reasons why we have to self report on these types of things if there's any kind of claims being brought against us because the college isn't going to pay you any money the, the the lawyers will the lawyers are going after your insurance policy to get you you know the the damage the damages that you see to be necessary yeah. um and they'll they'll dangle uh uh, another claim story is um, not even like an RMT, didn't, not even the treatment room. Uh, a person was uh, sitting in the waiting room mm. and a uh, piece of, uh, it was a painting, fell off the wall <sighs> and hit them in the head because someone slammed the treatment room door. Ooh. And uh, they sued for like $1.1 million. They, did, they didn't get anywhere close to that. Um, but yeah, that was just, you know, you get a lawsuit dropped off and you're like, $1.1 million for a headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what's <laughs> where does this number come from? Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, those kind of, random incidents that you want you know what was the weather like that day who was the person who slammed the door you know what was the what was the you know what was the item that was on the wall um yeah so all that stuff needs to be collected in you can just give me a call send me an email instant report and we're done and then listening to this is blowing my mind because i have a family member who was involved in a hit and run a couple of weeks ago I'm sorry got thrown that. into p- the pavement he was on his bicycle was hit by a truck thrown into pavement woke up in the emergency room no idea he had happened. a two millimeter brain bleed he's got a concussion like his whole left side was banged up and when of course my entire family is like so like are you going to like because the guy was caught that hit him and it was you know are you going to pursue any legal action he's like no i don't feel like i suffered that much of a loss i'm not going to do it and then i'm hearing somebody got a painting fall on their head and decided i'm gonna sue yeah it's blowing my i mind. understand your family member though i know you i get do. it i get it but can we, can we even... do not agree on this no <laughs> i'm not saying it's right or wrong i'm saying i get it but you're, you're right it's a canadian thing i feel and there's also to people to understand like this is what insurance is for like yeah, if, yeah like if you and the, the adjusters and the legal system and everything like it's very fair so you know if you you don't need a million dollars to be a you know a new you know spouse because you're hurt you know you might need 50 grand for physio that's not gonna right. be covered like yep. just file a lawsuit you know it's feelings are are aren't going to be that hurt. Like we have, that's why you pay for insurance. Exactly. There are big companies that, that underwrite these, these lines of business. They are very professional and, and they know what to do. So yeah, that's my feeling on it. I mean, you, you have rights and yeah, it's not about like, I want to be greedy and get all of this money. But like you said, this person might need treatment of some yeah. sort. They might need some kind of therapy. They might need to take extended periods of time off of work because of injury or appointments or whatever. So that's why you have insurance. Why do we, all of us, pay so much money for insurance <laughs> if you're not going to use it? Exactly. And yeah, and, and the, the court system is very fair. Um, you know, you get those uh, 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 lawyers. Um, I think the thing is like it's it's Ruby and Rub- Ruby or I don't know, two gemstones put together back to back. And I... Uh, um, <laughs> it's because the song's two, in Two gemstones put back to back. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um, yeah, like they, they, you know, you walk in and say, yeah, absolutely, we're going to get you you know, a million dollars. The lawyer makes 50 grand and you get $5,000, yeah. which is also frustrating to see because like 
you just wanted $30,000. The lawyer made a ton of money and it took you years yeah. to get there, right? Yeah. And you have to go to the anguish of like depositions and filling out the paperwork and then, you know, the guilt of like, ah, oh, does that person have enough coverage? And so on. Like, it's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's you know, just slimy lawyers, eh? Yeah. It's seriously, because like this comes up in a, in a lot of the massage, not a lot. There's a there's a massage therapy Facebook group that's very specific for instructors. And recently some something came out about, do I need insurance as an instructor to teach stuff i'm like yeah i'm pretty sure you do like i have it to mm. teach my classes yeah. because and they're like well no one's no one's gonna get sued doing this or no one's gonna put claims against you i'm like it doesn't matter you get a slimy lawyer in the mix they're gonna want to fucking sue everybody right and yeah. whether 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 that comes down to you know there's any kind of uh damages brought against you or not it's just a pain in the fucking ass essentially yeah. right so that was that was something that I brought up. I'm like, if someone is in your classroom and you are teaching something and they go out and do something that they learned in your classroom, well, if that person gets injured and they think it's the, the fault of the therapist, the therapist can always be like, this is where I learned it. Exactly. And then that person's lawyer is now going to be fucking, let's get on everybody as much as we can. And, and, and you know, you guys are great instructors. It's not, it's never going to be, you know, the RMT space is so right, right in the province and there's so many good schools and, and, you know, it's not very fly by night, but it's going to be, you teach person how to do a certain technique yep. and they're going to go on YouTube and watch something from a guy in Mongolia or wherever maybe, and and then say, no, I learned this technique. I'm pretty sure Absolutely. Mark taught me, but it was actually a YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, yeah. or just even just misinterpreting what happened yeah. in the fucking room. Yeah, yep. right. They're gonna buy a tool from a, you know, they're gonna buy a new tool from Amazon. Um, and you know, oh, this looks. I swear, I got ten thousand reviews from massage therapists all over the world, and then they start using this tool and. Oops, it wasn't. It wasn't designed for uh, the, the wrong kind of practice, right? right? So, right. Like, those drop shipping things can be pop up anywhere. So, yeah, and as an instructor, they'll just turn around and say, "Well, they don't. They don't have insurance, right? They went because the buck. They're going to go. Well, I didn't really buy insurance. I started working as a, a manual practitioner, or, or you know, an unregulated mas- or relaxation massage. Yeah, yeah. I didn't buy insurance, but Mark's got some. So, why don't you go sue him, right? Or, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it's going to go. Uh, in, yeah, in that's that's why we're actually really, really picky about who takes our courses. We right? are very. We picky. have a whole bunch of people that are like, "Hey, I'm I'm a physician back home, and this is what I'm doing here. Can I can I still?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. We're we're we there teach courses, a, continuing education for regulated healthcare professionals yeah. that have liability insurance." There is a gentleman that called multiple times and was almost arguing with us and I couldn't understand it. I'm like, we're actually like, we're doing you a favor. We're being very fair and we're telling you this is not the course for you. There are definitely courses that you can take. Uh, This person wanted to take, I think, cupping or something. And we said, if you're not already a healthcare provider, you don't already have insurance. No, this is not the course for you. You can go learn cupping. And he's like, but I, I do it back home and, you know, anybody can do cupping. It's not regulated. We're like, you're right. But we we're not teaching do not, it to you. Yeah, yeah, we're not teaching it to you. It's in, yeah. And uh, he, yeah, he called multiple times, and I just kept saying to Mark, like, "What? Why is he fighting us on this? I don't understand." Oh, he's hoping the answer will change. <laughs> yeah, we're like, "No, we're you can't I'm aware take those this people course." Down. <laughs> please take my money, please. I don't know if he gets me on a day when I'm hungry. I might just be like, "Fine, fuck it, come in." I'm kidding. <laughs> You, te- you can teach him coffee with a coffee cup. Like here's our, co- here's our cupping course. Yeah, this is how you boil the tea. This is a coffee mug. And yeah, have fun. That's my $800 place. Yeah. Uh, even though there are people, I agree, who just, you know, are, are just trying to, you know, circumvent the system. And, and luckily we do have a lot, like, you know, as much as we dislike, um, sometimes the, the College of Regulation, it does keep everyone safe. 
um, for that kind of stuff. So that's a very, uh, you know, I always, you know, there's some provinces that weren't, don't have regulated, like Quebec has, doesn't have a college. They have lots of associations. Lots of associations here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but there's no commonality amongst them. Um, cause Quebec is weird because you have to join an association no to get Quebec. a number. You're, you're fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I didn't say it in French. They didn't understand. <laughs> for context, he makes fun of French Canadians constantly. And for anyone who doesn't know, I am French Canadian. <laughs> oh, other shoe just dropped because they have they have so many associations and i almost feel like and i can't i think i heard this from somebody who is from quebec and they're like um pretty much it's all the schools they create the associations that way you graduate from the school and they're like here just join our association here's your here's your association number you can practice and therefore there's a billion fucking associations yeah it's chaos it's like the wild west of of massage therapists and i believe you guys when i was going uh province by province and trying to collect the names of all the associations I actually skipped Quebec. Like I didn't even bother. I didn't even bother. Honestly, like I was going through every, you know, I started with Nova Scotia and like I was just trying to find all of the massage therapy associations so we can see if we could market our courses to some of them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, I didn't even look at Quebec. Like didn't, it wasn't even a thought. I was like, no, everything is different in Quebec. I can't handle it. It sounds horrible. (laughs) But I used to tell people when I used to teach at a, at a private college and I did that for a long time. I'm like, Hey, if you have no affinity to the GTA and you fail your licensing exam, just fucking go live in Montreal. It's close enough to being in (laughs) Toronto and you just join one of these associations (laughs) and you fucking work. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? (laughs) Might as well. And it's not like you're in buttfuck. No, you're in Montreal. It's, 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 it's comparable, no? And you can still call Chris and get insurance. <laughs> no, I, I don't do insurance in uh, Quebec. <laughs> oh my God, you should see his face right now. So apparently this room is full of a bunch of people who don't want anything to do with Quebec. That's absolutely awesome. not true. That's not true at all. That's not true. I don't I don't mind Quebec. I don't know. I've driven through it a couple times. <laughs> it was, no, I've been to old Quebec City. That was fucking fabulous. I loved it. You're looking at me as if I was there. That must no, have been a there. previous relationship. No, I was it, not wasn't, there. it wasn't with it wasn't with any ladies. I went for a rush concert. <laughs> oh, it definitely wasn't with any no, ladies. I, was, you know, <laughs> when I was eight, when I was eighteen, my dad took me to Quebec just so I could have my first legal drink in the in the country. Nice. So, yeah, that was it. I think I've been back since. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Now I think about that. So other, uh, you know, other claims kind of uh, examples that people always want to want to go into, um, and, you know, talk about uh, note taking and, and proper training. Um, you know, we want, uh, oh, I got a great story. I think this might be the story I, I probably told you on the phone all these years ago. If it is, it'll, it'll give me the right retrieval cue and I'll Is it up. about uh, the woman who was deaf? You, that is the one you actually sent me. Okay. Okay. That, okay so that's that, the one I use. That one's way better than the sex. That one's relevant to note taking. I'm sorry. I left out the sexual one. <laughs> I'm scratching my head, <laughs> podcast world. I'm rolling my eyes deep here. Yeah. So here's the story about this one. This is why it's so relevant to, to Mark's uh, note-taking class. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it has nothing to do with, with sex. So if you want to turn it off, that's fine, the podcast. But what it's are you be- doing? <laughs> Keep it on. We're going to talk sex. We're going to talk sex. <laughs> um, so uh, a, a woman graduates uh, from a massage college. She gets her very first uh, gig at a chiropractor. Um, she you know, s- starts uh, treating some clients. And on a Thursday afternoon, a uh, uh, a woman walks in off the street and says, "I would like a massage." And uh, she says, "Yeah, absolutely, come on in." And you know, growing, she's trying to get a new client base. She thinks this person might be a, you know, a, a new loyal customer. Um, no, nothing strange about the uh, the woman. There's nothing, no cues. Um, so she comes in and uh, she does all her proper note taking that Mark probably taught her. Um, <laughs> and uh, so the the notes go. Um, uh, you know, she asks, "Hey, do you have any problems? Anything like that?" And uh, she, you know, she says, no, everything seems fine. Any specific area you want me to work on? Woman says, no, no, nothing particular. I would just, you know, just a little sore and tighten. I would like some treatment. 
So uh, a 60-unit massage, uh, the woman starts on her back and works her way up to her shoulders. And uh, the patient on the table says, no, 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 can you work on my legs? So she works on her legs a bit, goes back to her shoulders. The woman says, no, 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 like, can you work on my glutes? So she works, uh, you know, doesn't even go above, uh, close to her shoulders. The whole treatment on her, on her lower body. And at the end of the at the end of the treatment, the, the 50 minutes, uh, the woman you know, she's okay. Your massage is done. Once again, has not touched anything above her shoulders, her head, her neck, nothing. Mm. The, woman, the woman refused. She goes, "What have you done?" And uh, the, the massage therapist goes, "What do, what do you mean? What, what have I done?" She goes, "Well, I'm deaf in one ear now." Massage therapist goes, "Well, what do you mean you're deaf in, in one ear?" Well, I can't hear on my left ear. What have you done to me? Like, why well, came in? I could hear fine, and now I can't. Okay, well, you know, just get dressed, and and we'll uh, and I'll see you in the in the waiting room. So the woman, you know, com- comes, gets dressed. She grabs her, the owner of the clinic, who's a chiropractor. Chiropractor checks her out. You know, there's, I've seen no reason why you should be experiencing deafness in one ear. You know, nothing at all. Uh, at this point, we should mention that the uh, Mark's uh, graduate, maybe, um, has taken proper soap notes. <laughs> waivers have been signed. Everything has been done. Um, so the uh, chiropractor pays for her to get into a cab and says, go to a hospital. This is very strange. Please go to a hospital. Uh, and sends her on her way doesn't hear they don't hear anything from her about six months later a package shows up a thick now imagine like just like a, a piece of junk like your, your mail after you haven't checked it for six months like just imagine that bundle of, of paperwork wrapped in elastic and just misshapen everything um put together and uh and, it, and it's a collection of bills so this woman who was, was apparently deaf has been traveling all over Ontario seeking alternative medicine treatments. So let's say this, uh, you know, massage happened in Toronto. She's went down to London for acupuncture. She went to Ottawa for naturopathy. She went to Barrie for physio. She went, you know, into another clinic in Toronto for some more massage and is still racking up all these bills, all these bills, all these bills and drops it off with a, with a, with a note saying, uh, I have not, you, you have my deafness hasn't been fixed. Can you please pay my? Uh, can you please pay all these bills and all this gas? And you know I expect payment within you know thirty days. <laughs> and not, the, the claim went there was no there was no lawsuit, but luckily because we collected. So when she got this bundle, yeah. she provided all the notes for us. There was nothing that was offside about this treatment. It was by the book. Um, you know I think we just told the insurance company to send this woman a letter mm-hmm. uh, and to and to go away. And and that was and that was the end of it. So yeah, that was the uh, the most. Hmm. relevant note-taking. I wonder, what would you have done if that came across your your desk? So many things are going through my head as Chris was telling the story. Well, for one, I don't know if either of you looked at me, but I was like, I I wish everyone could see me right now. I'll I'll look back at this after, actually. I'm flabbergasted. Like, what is happening right now? (laughs) So, as the new RMT, I can imagine, like, that poor therapist, I can imagine in that moment was probably like, holy shit, like I'm going to be in so much trouble. Like, she was probably shitting her pants because this woman is accusing her of making her deaf, yep. which I, I don't even, really, a massage? Like that's that's what you're going with? The massage made me deaf? I feel like she could have done better. What would you have done if you were her though? If I was the therapist? Yeah. I, I, I don't know what I would have done. I think like I probably would have been a little bit concerned and scared in that moment and mm-hmm. maybe as the chiropractor did, told her go to the hospital. Like this isn't normal Like that you right. just suddenly are deaf in one so ear. So what do you do after you get that bundle of- When uh, I get that bundle at that point, I'm like, are you, I probably would have been like, are you fucking kidding me? I would go through that bundle of receipts and I would call every one of those practitioners be like, can you do me a favor? We're both treating the same person, blah, 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 circle of care. Can you share your notation for this person, please? And I'll explain the scenario because they're claiming that 
I participated in them being deaf in one ear and now they're trying to make me pay for all these therapy sessions. Yeah, my assumption is she was always deaf in one ear and somehow wanted someone to pay for all her therapy. I don't know. This is so... People are weird. I think that's the bottom line. Yeah, like I said at the beginning, insurance is never used for a usual situation. Yeah, Yeah, like this is so weird. If you have something more random than that... I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> that is so weird. That buckle is so up, strange. Buckle up, Amanda. Buckle oh up. my God. Yeah. Double strap. Double strap. Like a race and, car. And the therapist that treated that woman, if you are listening, I, like, I'm like i sending you a virtual hug because that is that is not nice. You're a brand new therapist and now someone's accusing you. Not like, oh, I'm a little sore. You made me deaf in one ear. Yeah, but that was so, that was so premeditated. That was definitely premeditated. It, it sucks. That's what I mean. People are fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. So weird. Anyway. Yeah, tell me more. Why? 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 Why try to ruin someone's life? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get. I don't it. know. I don't get it. So, so Mark said a, a relevant term: the circle of care. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, we're gonna talk about the. You know, this was not a claim. Uh, this never a claim was never filed. But you've always got to be careful as a massage therapist because you don't know who else or what else is going into your your patient's body. Um, so, uh, you know, if we can zoom in on Amanda's face right now, as I say this line, <laughs> so we, I once had a massage therapist who I did a treatment and then, uh, the person passed away a few hours later. <sighs> so yeah, it turns out the, uh, yeah, it was just a, I got a phone call. Uh, I'll never, I'll never forget it. Massage therapist calls me. Was man goes, Chris, I go, yeah, because you're my broker, right? I'm like, yeah, I think I killed a guy. I was like, "What?" It's like I think I think I killed a guy. I'm laughing not because someone died, but like even your reenactment of this. Like again, I'm imagining this because, person on the because phone. This feels. I think I killed a guy. This feels very much like Pulp Fiction when, <laughs> when John Travolta is coming over with Uma Thurman, who is like and crank caller, crank caller. <laughs> That's what it feels oh like. My God. So yeah, like I just remember I'll sit at my desk. I'm like. What is like, w- like, like with a gun or like what happened? Like, <laughs> you don't have coverage for that, sir. <laughs> like, why are you calling your broker? So I go, okay, like, okay, he's, no, no, no. Like, I just had a, a client have a treatment and then he, he passed away, like, ver- like the next, or like a couple hours later. Like, he's in the hospital, he's gone. Okay, I put the phone on pause, I exhale, pick the phone back up. Okay, tell me what happened. Okay, so the long story short is the gentleman was overweight, not taking his heart medication like his doctor was telling him to. He was still smoking and he went for treatment and it was just by happen chance that he had a heart attack after the massage. Right. But no one knows. Like that's like, was it the massage that caused the heart attack? Right. That dude was probably going to die later that day regardless of Well, that's the thing. The the guy obviously had other health issues. The fact that he was on medication that he wasn't even taking. So it clearly wasn't the RMT's fault. Yeah. But again, I feel so sad for that therapist who's now thinking like, I fucking killed a guy. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. yeah, And that's why you, like you have, you call an insurance person and I, I said like, well, technically like we can put a claim in, like we can. You know, we can do this. If you if you get sued, we can submit a claim. I would never, like as insurance brokers, you can never not tell someone to submit a claim. The insurance company can deny it. You can coach people on what like how to submit a claim and when to submit a claim. Because, right. um, you know, some claims are just, you know, the deductible is 500 bucks. Why would you submit a claim for, you know, $400? Like pay out of pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's a, so that's kind of where, you know, you want to call them and tell them to. But yeah, you always have to let the client submit a claim. Um, you know, during COVID right now, everyone submitted claims. So there's, there's no coverage for, for pandemics. It's, it can be excluded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we submitted lots of claims because people said it cost me nothing 
to submit it, have an adjuster call me and say, yeah, no, there's no coverage as per section 17. I've had this phone call 40 times today. Thanks very much. Goodbye. What would they, what, what would they have been calling about? Because like, people just want, like people think insurance should pay for everything. Uh, so, like that's what they're, so like with COVID they want like. The want, unreasonables. Got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, and, and you know, sometimes people just get frustrated. Like, oh man, I, during the pandemic, I had so many clients just furious with me. Well, you didn't tell me that it was excluded. Yeah, I didn't really think of. I didn't think a pandemic was coming. Yeah, like I, I covered your 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 business for lawsuits and floods and fire and and theft, which is happening every fourteen minutes in in, in Canada. But yeah. I forgot that once in a century experience. Like I'm so sorry. <laughs> Trudeau's going to pay you some money. Just collect, take it, and run. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what, you know what you want to you know, people call and and you want them to submit your you tell them to submit a claim, and that's what we did. Like we. Got everything. We got the notes together. We found it all out, and and sure enough, uh, you know, we he was. I don't think a claim was ever filed, but it was just a, a wild experience. Does does any one of these professional liability policies cover pandemics? Like I'm I pretty no, sure. I would, no. have, I would have thought no. No, I'm pretty sure no. Yeah. No, like they're like even the contents coverage ones are they're all there's something called civil authority which is excluded. So civil authority covers when the government tells you to not work. Right. Um. And that's always excluded because, uh, you know, you think about like construction or, or something like a war or anything like that. Like there's going to be like civil authority could be your building is you have to get out of your building yep. um, because it's condemned. That's like, that's not like the government says that not, it's not your choice. Um, yeah. That, you know, pandemics and that, they're even being more excluded. So insurance companies and your renewer going, haha, we have this new explicit mm. COVID-19 uh, uh, exclusion. And by the way, we need to make sure you're practicing uh, proper social distancing and PPE things anyways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where uh, uh, claims are, are heading towards in the pandemic. Mm. But yeah, it's a, but the insurance companies, you know, car insurance companies have reduced the rates a bit. Um, you know, renewals were giving people like two, uh, you know, uh, two free months at renewal because right. they work for, periods, for yep. several months, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we're helping out where we can. Um, but the courts didn't turn off. You could still get sued mm-hmm. <laughs> during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one client, uh, she, uh, uh, her business got hit by lightning. She closed her doors, went away for obviously two months, came back and everything was fried <sighs> because she got hit, the building got hit by lightning. So good thing oh. she didn't turn her insurance off because, you know, it's not a liability policy, but we still were able to put a claim through because right, right, right. all our equipment was, was cooked. So, so crazy. Eh? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we talk about, um, you know, claims that should be submitted and we'd always tell people, you know, we can put a claim through, but I remember one time, um, uh, and I think Amanda might fall off her chair actually. So let's make sure we're recording on all levels, <laughs> visual and audio. We had who invited this guy? I like this. You know what? Yeah, I was gonna say this is like back. the only time that it seems like it's everyone in the room against me. I'm like, man, normally we're making fun of Mark. I don't like this side of the microphone. <laughs> I'll rotate my, my body position. Um, I, I once had a, a a woman. She had um, agoraphobia. Which no, is that agoraphobia is when you fear of leaving the house. Anyway, agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah agor- agoraphobia. Um, so she went to see a uh, a massage therapist because she thought relaxing her would help would help her condition. Um, and after eight treatments, it didn't work. So she decided to sue the massage therapist for and 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 it was like so you could leave the house to get a massage treatment, but you couldn't you, you can't leave the house be- after it. Like was it worse or better or now and like it's just there's a times where. And the, and the woman just wanted her massage money back. She just wanted her, you know, her 80 bucks of treatment times eight. She wanted her $640 back plus tips. That's all she wanted back. And and the massage therapist said, no, you will either sue me or I will keep my money. Yeah. And I was like, 
well, that's your choice. Like, you don't, if she wants to see you, you're in for it. But, you know, there's some, also comes a point where just pay some back or work out a deal with her. Like, this woman is obviously, you know, having some trouble with her mental health. Let's, mm. you know, let's, maybe we can help her out. Right. Uh, and my client said, no, there's no way. I told her it wasn't going to help her. She still came to my house. There's no, my, my clinic, there's no way that, uh, you know, she has this condition and it didn't make it worse. So, you know, she can, she can just, you know, I'm going to keep her money and she can f- sue me and say la vie. So yeah, it's just a wild experience. I think I would have sided with the therapist on that one a little bit. I'm like, I would 100% hey, side we did, we did informed consent and I let you know that the likelihood of this, you know, having the effect that you want to have in yeah. this immediate time frame is probably not going to happen. Yeah. So long yeah. as the massage therapist wasn't making claims like I can treat for agoraphobia, because I mean, clearly we, we cannot. Know, but, no. Yeah. So as long as it was, you know, you want to try this, you think it might help you. Yeah. Okay, you're doing this on your own free will. And yeah, I think I would have sided with the therapist. Like, I I mean, I'm not is paying that, the money is that, back. Is that like an entitled entitled patient? Well, in this case, I I agree there, with there's Chris. There's too much going on. Yeah, that. I agree with Chris in that this person obviously had mental health issues. So mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. I like, I guess I'd have to be in this scenario. If it was somebody who... Okay, we've experienced this with Con Ed, where mm. sometimes we have somebody who's just making demands that, and like we don't even want to work with them. You know what I mean? Like, no, we're not the right place for you. Like, go somewhere else kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like in that case, if it was somebody that I felt like this is going to be more of a headache than I want to deal with, is the $640 worth it to me? I don't know. Yeah. That's the, that's the I edge. hear you. It's one thing though that the, you haven't paid me yet, and I haven't provided you with anything. But it's just something else where I've set aside eight hours of time, and I've put in my time and effort. I've provided the service. No, I understand. Again, though, if I know, I better get your if yeah, if you're going to be having to go through this whole hassle and getting sued, and like if you're going to end mm. up spending money anyway, like just fucking take your money back and leave me alone. Yeah, there's, there's no right answer, right? Like, yeah. There's, like, there's no right. It's answer. a zero sum game, right? Like, yeah. you, know, you almost want the person to sue us, not the law, let the lawyers take over. Yeah, just say, you know, just I just hate losing on things like that. <laughs> yeah, like when you didn't when I'm do not anything supposed wrong. to lose, yeah. like I, I want to win on that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the and like and you go to you go to um, you go to court. To, to find out, you know, what the law is. You don't go to court to find out what's right. Like yeah, it's pretty much, yeah. yeah. Like that's kind of where you, you, the judge will tell you what the law is, not what's fair. Mm. Yeah, save that for for something else. So yeah, those are those are like some of uh you know the the stranger uh, stories of of that I've seen. I can go on all day long, but <laughs> your, Amanda's blood pressure might explode. <laughs> Such an interesting girl, man. Yeah, it is interesting. Uh, do you there. do you like the work? Um, I, you seem like you like the work. Yeah, like I, I generally enjoy. Uh, you know, the, the profession, um, insurance is, is, it's a very boring product, but I love like insurance is it, the wordings are just, you know, uh, you have to read through them, all that stuff, but I enjoy, uh, I, when it works, when insurance, when you pay a claim, mm-hmm. you feel great. Like, Oh, I got to be there for someone. Like I put that coverage on, I can, you know, when you get the phone call about the, you know, the, the stu- uh, salon bed, hitting someone on the head, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like, yeah, you've, you've, I could put a claim in, like we, we got you, right? Don't worry. Like yeah, that's yeah. always a very reassuring feeling. I got to be honest with you. Most people, and I'm sure you already know this as a broker, most people always feel like insurance is trying not to pay. Yeah. <laughs> most people feel like it's a hassle to put a claim through, but I will tell you that working with a broker is like I I I don't know Chris like we literally like met one time back in 2017 when I was pregnant and met right now on the couch like I'm not trying to endorse anything or anyone or any whatever but working with a broker is like a, 
whole other thing. Like, yeah. I feel like I can actually call our broker and with questions and say, like, this is what's going on. And I feel like the brokers are helpful. Yeah, because we we make our money from the clients. Like, you pay a commission, um, and, and or a fee or whatever it is. And my job is to protect you. Like, mm. uh, the insurance company doesn't give me. They might take me out to lunch once a year, but they don't pay my mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and it, really, the claim isn't you know, I, with you know, with all due respect to the insurance companies, it's not my money that's paying the claim either. Right. So it doesn't like it's. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I'm truly on, on your side. Um, through that, and yeah, I don't have any you know, kind of any uh, kickback program or anything like that. Um, you know, there's claims. Claims take time to process, so you can't be. You know, that's the only downside to it. But yeah, no, it's it's our job is to to go through it. Um, I love I love being an insurance broker because um, you know, the I can do fun stuff like this. So I do program insurance. So I only do yoga massage in the beauty space. Mm. Don't ask me to insure a car. Don't ask me to insure my restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, friends have asked and they'll say it's just a nightmare to do it <laughs> to do it that way. Um, but when you do the same thing, you get good at it, and you do doing it for such a long time um you just get comfortable in the space and yeah it was great like i got to you know leave work early today you know pick, pick up my son from school come do this fantastic podcast mm. uh that's why i love uh you know owning my own uh kind of division of, of a brokerage because yeah it was just hmm, i need to get some rmt exposure who, who, who talks to lots of rmts mark and amanda sweet yeah and, uh, and, I, and I email actually, you know, Mark, you've been throwing shade at me because I didn't respond with the proper story. Although the second was superior content. You you did email in our defense. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. I literally just found that email. It went to our junk folder. I will show you. You emailed us wow, and it wow. went to our junk folder. So I didn't see it. And then he... So before he uh, reached out to us via Facebook, he actually emailed us. And just the other day when I was Uh, looking for something, I noticed and and I was like, what, Chris? But we've already, we had already set this up via Facebook. I didn't take no for an answer. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I was good on this podcast. But I found your email in our junk folder, like after we had already talked to you via Facebook. I know. Yeah. Like I was just, I sent you guys an email. I was like, okay, well, Facebook is the, is the new email address. So let's go. And also too, with Facebook, I can see if you've read my email or something. (laughs) Well, in our defense. I like I would have absolutely answered. I do answer the emails, but I didn't get it. I she, got it. She cut me off of the news that one, eh, Mark? <laughs> she knew where I was going. I knew immediately. I was like, no, no, no. It was definitely in our junk. Fo- I'm actually looking for it right now because I I, I, I'm sure my, my email account's been flagged by all servers because I just do so. You just try to get in front of everyone. Like <laughs> this guy's like, insurance spam. Insurance spam. It gotta yeah. be spam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it's been a it's been a quite a ride. Um, like I said, I've started my own during a pandemic, which has been you know. A, a fantastic uh, challenge um but yeah we, we just you know uh um just to embrace technology and be able to work in my own in my own format right to have uh to reach out on facebook and say hey let's set up a podcast cool. yeah mm-hmm. most traditional insurance brokerages first of all they don't believe in social media at all i've worked at a insurance a sure tech um startup in toronto and they like had more developers and they had brokers and i was like social media is cool They're like no no no, google adwords like, no no no, social media is cool <laughs> no no no, google adwords like, okay fine um you know and i got on, on on this podcast by just spinning up a facebook page and, and sending a dm i trade more beauty insurance uh, uh on through social media than i do from google AdWords. absolutely it is just amazing uh, it drives my wife nuts because I'll get messages all night long. She's like, "Who are you messing?" I'm like, Sarah needs Botox insurance by tomorrow morning. Honey. I know. <laughs> Jerry from State Farm. Yeah. That's all I'm thinking. Of. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking to at three in the morning? Yeah, I know. 
Jessica needs, she's got a client tomorrow and I need to get Jessica her policy number, okay? I promise. I'll come, I'll put, I'll put the kids to bed. I, I, under, I understand your wife though. Like literally every time I look over at Mark when we're at home, he's on Facebook Messenger. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But he's always it's, working. That's yeah, the way it goes. Right? I know. And it's, it's, but it's so much nicer than like a cold email or, or whatever. Like social media is the new, you know, is the new way to trade. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's I agree. Plus, it's kind of fun that you can see who you're talking to. Like when you sent us the email, I wouldn't have known who you are. You sent us a Facebook message. Both of us were like, we met this guy. We yeah. know this guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, because we could see your face, right? Yeah. No, yeah. And, uh, and I was just like, I need, and I can't, your LinkedIn profile, by the way, is very dark. You, you've got a great smile, Mark. Can you change your LinkedIn bio to like maybe you smiling? I want to see what I don't remember what picture. Yeah, it's like you hunched over a computer screen and some there's some wires around you or (laughs) yeah. And I was like, why? Where's this? Where's this bright smile of of Mark on on the? uh, Oh yeah, Mark doesn't smile very often. What is your LinkedIn picture? This picture. This is a picture you took. I yeah, I took that picture. But yeah, I see what you're saying. I've had I've I've had a bunch of people say, some people just came flat out like, can you change your profile picture, please? (laughs) Just just look, put something happier. (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like being being the beauty broker, I always make sure I'm like you know my look a certain way. But I'm eventually just my my wife's on Matly. I'm like, once you're done, honey, you're gonna be the beauty broker because you're just way prettier than. (laughs) (laughs) these women are going to resonate you like i'm just a generic white person trying to sell insurance i'm not special whatsoever like honey get in front of them get some we're gonna get you a photo shoot we're gonna put your face on it like go for it because i you know i'm just not although it's it's i feel like you know having experience you can speak to it but yeah insurance should not be it needs to be sold by other people for Mm. sure for sure for sure so yeah Mm. i'm laughing about i'm just laughing about the linkedin picture because honestly it's been how long have we been together, Mark? Almost 14 years. Oh, no. Yeah. Why, what are you going to And he hardly smiles in photos. We have family photos. Of yeah, there's, there's Chris one is looking there's behind. One is he behind smiling you. in that one? No, no, no he's well, not. Well. No. And yeah, he rarely smiles. So I've got a couple Superman of photos. I've got outfit. a couple of photos of him where he's smiling, <laughs> but rarely is there a smile. And sometimes people can meet Mark and their first impression isn't what you said, you know, the bright, uh, cheerful kind of guy, right? Because he has that very like stoic kind of look sometimes, right? That's stoic. If Mark. he was, if he was a woman, <laughs> so. it would be resting bitch face, right? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Some RBF there, he's yeah. got, a, he's got an RBF. So it's funny when you were saying like, uh, your wife's going to be the new face for the the beauty insurance when. Mark is invited to go anywhere. I'm immediately voluntold that I'm going. He's like, you're the nice one. You've got the smile. You talk to the people. People like you. And then I'll do the job. Because I'm also really comfortable with not saying anything. I'm comfortable with uncomfortable silence. You realize you run a podcast. I know. It's the weirdest. (laughs) And he's a teacher, right? (laughs) The irony's not lost here. It's it's very, very strange because deep down in my soul, I'm actually an introvert. I'm, he is I'm, actually I'm very a introverted. Huge introvert. Wow. So you send me, you send me. I end up going against my will to like a function. I'm comfortable sitting in the corner, not saying a bloody thing. I, but now I just look like an asshole. So can you come with me and talk when people come by? I'm, bas- I'm basically <laughs> that. Like I'm, yeah, I'm the person that goes along and smiles and talks to people and I'm friendly because he's not going to be friendly. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that I'm not fr- like we even had like a business lunch. It, it turned out to be a lunch, and then w- one of the people there, one of them just talks a lot, which is great for me. And I don't say anything. And one of his partner just turned to turned to us and it's like, "This you guys are perfect together. Like he doesn't <laughs> shut up and you don't say a fucking thing." I'm like, "Exactly, uh, this works out funny. so well. That is funny for sure. Yeah, <laughs> awesome insurance. I like insurance. I like the talk insurance. Well, before we move on any further, I want to know. I want to know when know. you were in London." And you were working in the restaurant industry. What were you doing? Uh, I was a uh, restaurant manager. 
down mm. there. And uh, yeah, like I was, oh, I was yeah, 24, uh, working nights. Like I'd work from 4 p.m. till two in the morning. Yeah. Uh, what restaurant? Uh, I worked. At, I worked at Beer Town in uh, in London. Oh, you, do you know? You wouldn't know Beer. Like they're like literally everywhere but Toronto. Like they're. Oh, I lived in London. That's why he was asking me. Oh, you yeah, know, it, it was like. Uh, yeah, it was like six years ago, seven years ago. I haven't lived in London in 13 years. So, yeah, so no, <laughs> it's it was been a while. Uh, it was in Ma- Mason Hill. Is that the area at the north Masonville. end? Masonville. Masonville, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I uh, was working there. and, and uh, So how'd you end up in London from uh, Tri City? So, yeah, it was uh, there's a beer town in uh, Waterloo in Cambridge. Okay. And I was like, and my uh, my girlfriend at the time was going uh, to Fan. No, what's the. What's the no, Western. Western. Western yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like, yeah, we'll get a job down there. And. And I was just, you know, 24. I, I wanted to have a family young. And, yeah. and I was like, oh, this right restaurant thing isn't really conducive to this thing. What do I know? Was your father and grandfather like, just fucking come and just join our oh, shit? They were trying to for forever. Like yeah. my, uh, yeah. So it was, and my dad would always tell me like, you know, Chris, like insurance is nine to five and it pays, you know, and, and you don't, and you don't have to, you don't have to sell, like you don't have to wash dishes. And I'm like, yeah, dad, but it's so boring. <laughs> Like typical millennial stuff, right? Like, Dad, it is. I don't want to do it. And then I was like the boss's kid too, right? So yeah, my uh, the when we were working together last, like it was just I walked in and like twenty five years old, like I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. I literally could tell you about beer, wine, and table service, but yeah. I couldn't tell you what PLGL and page seventeen of the wordings had. Right. Um. So I was kind of like, oh fuck, what am I gonna do here? And then yeah, I started, and he made me like I remember actually, you'll appreciate the story. So to like break me in he made me call all the martial arts gyms in in like ontario and of course he knew that there was a very strong martial arts insurance product so i would never get anything right. but to, to like just to teach me rejection i had to call <laughs> them all and say do you want to buy insurance no okay do you want to buy insurance no okay do you want to buy insurance maybe okay let's meet oh no never mind okay <laughs> and then yeah and then when i was misbehaving as, as, a, as a young adult he, he would make me return all the voicemails <laughs> For the for the massage therapist, yeah, that was that was punishment. Oh, you forgot your mother's birthday. Uh, you know what that means? No, I don't want to do voicemails. Oh so I would return voicemails. That was that was that's like yeah, like let's talk about first world problems, eh? Like Jesus, like your dad mad he's gonna return voicemails. He's gonna hate this podcast. Sorry, David. Mark is dying right now. Oh I'm, my this god! This is gold. Yeah, I'm definitely. Gold. Gonna, I gotta come into work tomorrow. My my desk is gonna be like outside. <laughs> Don't worry. This Return won't the calls. be, this won't the be calls. published. Yeah, exactly. This will be published for a couple of weeks. Good. You've got time to like butter him up a little bit, so you don't have yeah. to. No, get ready to call mails. all those fucking martial arts places back <laughs> yeah, yeah. again. This is what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's how. I, yeah, and then literally, I was just like twenty. I was twenty four. I'll never forget. I was about to turn twenty five, and it's like. <sighs> time to go and I yeah it was February I turned yeah I turned 25 like a couple weeks later and by March I was I was like suit and tie in, in the brokerage and like having breakfast and lunch at nine in the morning it was so <laughs> weird <laughs> uh yeah but I do I do miss the uh the I miss the industry like I run my house like a like a kitchen sometimes so mm. uh my wife doesn't my wife enjoys how I get creative um uh, she's Portuguese, so she likes her Portuguese cooking, and yeah. I'm not. I'm very like manji cake, which is yeah, what yeah. the Portuguese people call us <laughs> Canadian folk. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I do like to tinker in the kitchen and stuff. So uh, yeah, I miss it. I miss it a lot that way. But it, I, I do get to pick my kid up from school today, which is fun. That's always good. I think you like insurance. You keep saying it's boring, but I think you really like it. You've got lots of juicy stories. Remember that one time where a guy called me and said he killed somebody. <laughs> 
That's insane. That was understand. That wasn't a fun day in the office. No, I guess that wasn't yeah, a fun day in the office. Yeah, do you know how many people I've had to like pandemic? No, denied. Denied. No, it's fun. I'm being silly. I'm being facetious. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, like I I like because I get to do this, right? Like what kind of insurance yeah. persons, you know, think of insurance as just like, you know, punching paperwork and stuff like that. I have some cool robots that help me out in the back end. We've invested a lot in technology. Like you could buy an insurance policy within 20 minutes. You know, you'll have a custom receipt policy in your inbox, credit card swiped like that. Um, mm. We were one of the first, uh, we are the only uh, insurance uh, broker in Ontario where you can pay monthly on your credit card, um, which is, by the way, crazy that it's taken us, the industry, so long to evolve to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everyone pays their insurance in full. Uh, and we figured out how to do a monthly payment program uh, with that stuff. And it's not even economic, like it's it costs, we have to charge a hefty fee because there's no there's no system in place. But right, I can right. book it. I can use Afterpay and but go on Amazon and buy a TV and pay 12 equal payments of $17, but I can't figure out how to buy an insurance policy, yeah, yeah, yeah. which has been invented since 1700 monthly. <laughs> so that, that's our, that's kind of the fun stuff we get to do. I know. Yeah. I feel like that's what we should talk about next. I mean, the, the stories were definitely the fun part, but mm. for people listening who only know of, you know, one or two options when looking for RMT insurance, maybe they need to learn a little bit more about your company yes and how to why get in guys? touch with you and what yeah what makes you guys different you keep talking about technology tell us a little bit more yeah so uh the the, the insurance company our brokerage i work under is called ives insurance but uh the division is called uh advantage insurance uh and uh so if you type in uh advantage dash insurance.ca um and uh yeah go in there and you'll see rmt and yoga and uh kind of what we wanted to do when we had the opportunity to build a new RMT insurance product um, is we wanted to do a couple of things. Is first of all, we wanted to make it, it options. Um, right now, there's uh, really you can buy one set price uh, from an you know, uh, insurance company and brokerage, and then you can buy a, a product from the association. Um, but that's, that's really it. Um, I feel like mm-hmm. in 2020, the marketplace deserves more um, options. So what we've done is we've done uh, two limits. We have a $3 million limit and a $5 million limit. Uh, the three million dollar limit's one hundred and twenty five dollars a year, um, and uh, yeah, that's with the, the the lowest college accepted insurance uh, available in Ontario right now because people need to save money. Um, you know, people deserve uh, choice, especially in in, in this uh, you know current time. And uh, it's you know more than it's a three million dollar limit. It has no deductible. It's an occurrence based policy, so that means when you know when you retire, the policy cancels. The coverage can reactivate if a claim or to arise. Um, so yeah, we've, we've lowered our prices. Um, and we also to have, um, a monthly payment option. So if you, you know, right now, if you're struggling for cash or you're, you're you know, you need to renew your insurance because of the CMTO, but you're not taking clients for another month. Cause you want to see how maybe the second wave pays out. Uh, mm. we do offer a monthly payment option. Um, and then, yeah, we do embrace technology. We have we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. We have a chatbot that goes to my cell phone. Um, we uh, have email campaigns. We have follow-ups. We have a text message. You can text us. So, you know, and it's and it all comes to myself um, because I have technology processing it on the background, so I can just focus on, um, you know, talking to clients and answering questions. Um, you know, some people don't want to just you know get a quote and then or they want to they want to chat with someone first. So this morning I was talking to someone on the chat. You know, they just sent me a message. Can you give me a general overview? But they didn't want to read the website. They didn't want to. They didn't want to get a quote. They just want to say, "What does what does this do?" Right? Um, someone says, "Hey, uh, you know, they want to jump on and say, if I want to do yoga 
and massage. I'm thinking about ads, adding shiatsu on Wednesdays. You know, can we, it wasn't the Wednesday part, but you know, can we, <laughs> there's no underwriting involves in days of the week. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we have to, um, you know, how can we make that uh, work? So yeah. And then you just sim- a simple email, a little follow-up, um, you know, text it. Clients love texting. Um, you know, that's the way of the future. You want to text your insurance broker, you know, if you, uh, and to say, Hey, you know, I have a claim on a Friday night. Can you, can you, can you help me out? Um, you don't want to send an email to a generic inbox. that's not going to get stopped. So, yeah. yeah. You know, what's so cool about this. We're talking about embracing technology and you always hear the side of technology being like, Oh, like what you were joking about earlier, robots taking over the world. There's nothing personal. You guys are using technology to make this much more personal. Absolutely. You can contact your broker anytime. And now everyone listening knows you're just talking to Chris. So anyone who just wants to chat with this guy, no, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. His wife is going to murder me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't just text him hey what's up on a friday night yeah nice. <laughs> asking silly questions no but like that's that was the premise of the brokerage is to literally make and and to centralize the like per, put a person to it mm-hmm. right like go to the cot because technology can like, the robot runs it all like we have it's a lot of technology it's a lot of time um you can endorse change process credit card payment all that stuff so when you want to have a question talk to me because I'm not busy pushing paper on the back end, right? It's no, I don't need an account manager. Um, I can deploy more salespeople to be customer service oriented than, you know, oh, I need to check the last four digits of your credit card to make sure to verify your account. No, like you've got a username and password. Log in and let me let me talk to you about your insurance. Mm, I like it. Yeah, I like when things are just simple and we do live in an age where everything can be done on your phone. So why can't you deal with everything on your phone? Yeah. Like some of my competitors don't even have like their phone, their, their, um, uh, websites aren't mobile responsive. Yep. That makes me so annoyed. I'm not. It's such a first world problem. I understand, and it, it shouldn't. It problem, shouldn't annoy so me as much annoying. as it, it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I'm out. I'm doing stuff all the time, and sometimes yeah, if I've got to do something quickly on my phone, and I'm like at my kids' gymnastics, I want to be able to do this on my phone. Yep. I don't want to have to wait till I get back to my desk and I have my laptop in front of me. And yes, I sound like such a whiny millennial, and I'm sorry, but I am a whiny millennial. And <laughs> These first world <laughs> problems really bother me sometimes. So, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm I the like same that. way too. I like the idea of being able to throw a DM or a text. I don't know why. I just feel like a, an email, I don't open them really fast no. and I feel like no one does. I don't I don't get it. But if but if something comes through via text or WhatsApp or email, or sorry, not email, um, a DM, it's like I'm on it super fast. Because you're on, you're on your Facebook account or your Instagram yeah. anyway. So like, yeah, like I tell one, everyone, yeah. like my fucking Facebook's always open. Don't email me. Just send me a fucking message on Facebook. So much yeah, easier. it's true. You communicate a lot through Facebook. My clients even, we text when they want to get an appointment with me. I haven't put my schedule up online. Um, yes, I know everybody wants that and they're annoyed and they have that's their first world problem that I haven't put my schedule online. Hmm. But mine changes so rapidly. So I don't want to have to go in and change yeah. it all the time. So I tell them I respond super fast. If I'm not in treatment or recording a podcast, send me a text. I will book you an appointment. But that's what it's become. Everybody just texts me. Nobody picks up the phone and calls me nobody even emails me anymore it's literally they will text me days and times that work and i'll see where i can fit them in for an appointment it's it's so convenient actually speaking of insurance i love the fact that even our car insurance now like it's an app it's on our phone we don't have to have those stupid pink papers in our car anymore (laughs) i know like fuck it's great (laughs) and and this pandemic has pushed you know there's many many bad things about it but it's pushed like tech insurance companies to the forefront like there isn't many insurance companies wouldn't accept 
your insurance policy unless you've actually signed the application. People don't own printers or or scanners anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. like, how are you supposed to print it? Like, they just some insurance companies pivoted to e signatures. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and like personally, like if some of these e signature are verifications are insane. Like you have to get like a like open up your phone, take a picture, and like of yourself signing the application. Like you can get pretty deep on these yeah. parameters, but you can't tell me when you get a certificate with an IP address, you have to put in your name and phone number that the judge doesn't say, no, 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 this wasn't you. Yeah. No, 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 sir, I, I have your, your, your WhatsApp login here. Like this was you. <laughs> like yeah. you validate your address with your selfie. Mm. You, this is your document, which I find is way more secure and you can do it from your phone. Yeah, for sure. The RMT insurance it does not require any signatures just in case you're, everyone was like turned off. <laughs> I hang up. <laughs> there's no way I'm signing a document. We're, we're way past that. <laughs> there's no way I'm signing a document. Mm. I like this. I like this business. Does the premium increase if I add things to the policy like modalities or? So uh, that's a great question. Um, uh, so if you add anything within the scope of massage, mm-hmm. like anything that's on the CMT website, which is extremely broad, um, is is covered. Um, if you want to add acupuncture, not Chinese medicine, just acupuncture, it's yep. an additional fifty dollars. Okay. Um, and if you want to do uh, yoga and uh, yoga and RMT, it's two hundred bucks. All subject to eight percent PSD. Hmm. You, uh, uh, ins- commercial insurance in Ontario, in Ontario is only eight percent. Useless insurance fact of the day. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you have a useless insurance fact every day? <laughs> Probably. What's what's what's, what's tomorrow's? Gotta, just uh, right uh, uh, are you going to think about it while you're sitting at your desk outside? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you a DM. Useless insurance fact of the day. I'm going to start, I'm gonna start a, a a whole podcast channel. Or I'll do I'll do TikToks. Chris is useless insurance fact of the day. Yeah, I don't understand TikTok. Uh, we're all, we're all too old for that. We are too old. It's for it's that. just uh, TikToks the next. It's just be video, right? We had. Uh, Facebook which, or Twitter and Facebook, which were words, you you post. I remember those, like those. You just type something how you're feeling. Yeah, yeah. There's no picture attached to it. People blow my mind. <laughs> um, and then we went to the Instagram, and now it's just TikToks or videos. Yeah. The next, and then the next will be VR, right? Like our kids will put on goggles and or augmented reality, and they'll, that's how they'll learn, right? It's gonna be it's gonna be a different world out there. You look sad by this. I don't know. I'm I'm feeling very old, like. I have no idea what TikTok is. I don't understand it. I see people posting stuff. And you don't stuff. care is yeah, what makes you old. Thing, yeah. It's not that you don't know. That's it's because now I that you're, you've been made aware, you just don't give a shit. Yeah, like there's no that's, part of that's me the sign that, that wants to download this app and learn it. Like even when Snapchat became a thing and mm-hmm. like every, I even had friends who were like, oh, you need to get on Snapchat. Nope. I'm like, no, I don't. Like no desire. I still have an iPhone 6S because I don't want it. Yeah, <laughs> I will I will pay to get new batteries put into this <laughs> wow. from the fucking Apple yeah, store. Yeah, he really doesn't yeah, want yeah. to get I a just new don't, phone. I just don't care to learn anything yeah. new. But yeah. yeah well, yeah, but you, but I'm sitting in this very, very trendy studio. I know. Like, it's such a weird go. Yeah. Like you, I don't know many RMTs who run a podcast, by the way. So the aren't like once There's again, lots of them, actually. Really? They, they popped yeah, up Yeah, they've a bit. popped up a lot. There's quite a few RMT podcasts. We've, we've got some some good friends yeah, some yeah, yeah. podcaster yeah, friends yeah well we've 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 become we've friendly become friends because, because we're all rmts who podcast I, I love how people like go on other people's podcasts and that's how like the community grows right yeah. like it's yeah. just yeah like, go in there and talk about podcasting yeah yeah like we've had on like we've had on a whole we've bunch had of people. connor we've had sue we've had krista we've had dom we've had oh my god i'm forget heather nicole like these are all rmt podcasters there's wow. tons Marcia of them is just here too Marsha, yeah podcast. i mean she's not an rmt but yeah 
Well, that's right. She's not an RMT. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> you might not be, not be an RMT soon, Mark. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> your, day, your days are numbered. I don't want to have to rename our podcast. You've got to, you've okay, got to okay, keep okay, your okay. license. Yeah, I will keep my license and I'll make sure I get the minimum number of hours. I've got to say, though, it's funny how so you I said can... you're sitting in this trendy studio. Sure. Trendy is it, though? It's just fucking cool. How about that? It's cool. You've got, he's got three monitors. He's got like, I've got uh, the world's most advanced selfie stick. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, that w- that's not from Amazon. <laughs> the world's most advanced selfie stick. Yeah. God, it's got steady cam over there. It's like yeah, like, yeah. Works. So I don't. This is this is trendy. Uh, like, I was, I, I got a, gl- uh, a light ring on my desk now for my Zoom calls, so I look less hungover when I <laughs> when, I, when I had when I have to do my Zoom meetings. It's all is good. Just to look a little less hungover. <laughs> yeah. I actually just my best friend has one of those light rings, like just for life. I guess when she takes pictures, she wants to look really good. So I showed him a photo of it, and I was like, "This is what we need. Like, I need better lighting when we're." <laughs> Taking all these pictures. Yeah. Our Instagram is just a lot of pictures of my unmade up face. Oh, well, that's not good. No, I it's not so, good. I didn't finish. <laughs> you guys didn't let me finish. It's not good to have all this shit all the time. Sometimes it's the best way to do it is like that. That comment was in the rock spot, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. That's what I was I was going to say until you guys fucking cut me off. I'm not offended. I'm comfortable in my own But that's skin what I was going to say. I was you look beautiful. <laughs> you are prettier than your Facebook picture, Brenda. That's what I thought. You know what? Who this invited this guy? guy? <laughs> Once again, I sell insurance. <laughs> so good. So good. Anything else we need to know from Chris? I don't know. Is there anything else you want to wrap on? No, I just didn't. Once again, uh, check us out. Um, and uh, on uh, Instagram, I'm uh, the healthy broker. Um, got that page has got to get some more content. Uh, and, the healthy broker. Uh, the healthy broker. I'm like, because I'm the beauty broker um, on and, and just the beauty spaces has just been way more active during the pandemic than mm. like yo- like yoga is pretty much you know that's poor industry's taking a, a deep back seat yeah um yeah. yeah that's that's you know sad to see my yoga studio just sent out an email a couple days ago did you did you leave off izzy as having a podcast will we leave i the did people? sorry izzy because she's also and she does teacher, yoga yeah um my yoga stuff. studio just sent in an email that they're i mean they have to because we're in toronto they're closing down for the next 28 days at least sad yeah so that but yeah but it's, it's nice to you know the, the the next one will be like my personal dream is to to put the beauty broker uh to my wife and then just focus on the healthy broker and just put some health into it. Um, insurance is not a health oriented business. Um, you know, I could, and I want to just, you know, take everything that I can learn from massage therapists, kinesiologists, dietitians, osteopaths, naturopaths, and put it all, cause I talk to them all day long yeah. and to put that, uh, in, uh, you know, in a space and then just, you know, participate in it, um, and say, Hey, you know, I, my, uh, osteopath taught me about this technique and this stretch. Let's put it on a channel and see what it works. Nice. That's my, that. that's my, my long-term goal. Once, uh, you know, the, the pandemic aside, we get some more robots and I have, I have a, a seven month old at home, so I'm quite t- tired <laughs> from, from, yeah. Having yep. a baby during a pandemic was a bad idea. I don't know <laughs> whose idea was that. Who made that decision? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was, uh, that was when he, I feel bad cause he'll grow up and say, what year were you born in? 2020. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. No, but I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm glad I uh, I was relentless and uh, <laughs> Facebooked and f- gave up on email. And uh, yeah, it's been <laughs> as my first podcast experience. I can exhale. Like I I had my family rallying before we left. Like go, daddy, go. <laughs> like, I can do a Zoom call. Like I've done those before, and I've spoken to many massage colleges, but never sat with two strangers and a mic on a couch. Nice, nice. I We're not it. strangers. We met before. It's true. I've... I think I think we should end off the entire episode with one more story. Not to put you on the spot, but I'm putting you on the spot. Give me yeah. something good. Um, uh, which which one? Um, 
the most the most bizarre the most bizarre story that we've uh that i've that i've had i'm just bouncing with a couple in my, in my head i think what i'll do just is combine them all <laughs> okay I'll, I'll make okay my i i, I accept your challenge <laughs> um so the most bizarre story that i've a combination of claims is i once had a uh woman uh, almost get sued um she was a yoga teacher Actually, no, I'm going to tell my best story. No, I'm going to tell my best story. Right, right, right. Scratch that. Stra- scratch that is uh, one real one real uh, uh, lawsuit claim um, was a yoga one. And I haven't told any yoga, yoga claims. They don't quite relate to RMT, but it's just an interesting story. Is um, we had a woman, uh, elderly woman doing a yoga class. It was a hot yoga class. Mm. And obviously, you know, after hot yoga, you have to calm down. Like, you cannot calm down, but you have to relax. Like, you just can't leave the room. And if it's wintertime, you just can't go from hot to cold. It does some terrible things to your body. Mm. So the woman had to pick her kids up or her grandkids up from school. And she, uh, and the, the teacher said, no, it's too hot. You're going to go from this hot room into, you know, the, the lobby to get changed. It's cold. Don't leave. Just relax. We're going to you know, open the door. We're going to cool down. Don't go. No, no, I have to pick my grandkids up. Have to pick my grandkids up. And uh, sure enough, she gets up, she walks to the door, the colder hits her, and then whack. I don't have anything to hit right now. She passes out and messes up her face. Um, she uh, wants $40,000 of reconstructed, reconstructive uh, facial surgery because she's broken her teeth, with, which the insurance company paid for. Right. And she wanted an additional $60,000 because she was a recluse and uh, couldn't... Um, uh, you know, visit her family. She had to become a hermit. She had to deliver food delivered to her house because she was too embarrassed to to leave the clinic. So yeah, that's what the most bizarre. You know, her face her face uh, was damaged, so she couldn't leave her house. So she wanted to skip the dishes every day. That's the real one. <laughs> yeah, I can. I might. You know, what I might do is I might like write. I might like collect a few more claims and do like claims with Chris part two. <laughs> Yeah. I, I do want to. Start, I would do want to start a podcast, and I want to do a claims, claims with Chris. I like that, or claims in a cocktail, like make a cocktail, yes, and then like do a video one, maybe a TikTok. Um, <laughs> I forgot Lindsay lattes with Lindsay. Lattes Jesus, with we Lindsay. know a lot of wow. podcasters. So you guys, and then as you're doing this, I'm thinking Spirit of RMT. There's a, I, I said that. Dom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's he's in he's in Ottawa, and he invites another RMT to come in, and he gets to know them, and he makes them a cocktail based on their personality. The spirit of the RMT. I enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, claims in a cocktail because no one's gonna people only like insurance for claim stories and cocktails are fun so yeah, yeah maybe i'll learn some bar flare and, and make a cocktail and interview people and, and have a drink hey man if 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 celebrities can eat fucking hot wings <laughs> that's true right that's true that's true in a black studio then anything would fucking happen that's true especially in this day and age right it's, it's you know it's not we all don't have mark's handy equipment right now but, <laughs> but the, there, there are goals My you know what though chris we started out with these headsets you see and like phones we started yeah, out with we recorded everything on and did you do them in your bedroom at one point? Was that uh, like, during the pandemic? pandemic yeah. We did the bedroom sessions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had no choice. We have kids like you, and Ugh. what are we going to do? Yeah. We were working from home, so we'd put the kids to bed, and we those would... are the good times, the COVID years. Oh man, kind of like the Clone Wars. We, you know what though? <laughs> I will actually not go back and listen to those episodes Why? because I was you were drunk, drunk in the all whole of time. them. You like here in the office, I'm not. I was hammered in all of those episodes. I can't. I can't. I can't go back and listen to them because and it, I. And it's just I'm like embarrassed. The, the nostalgia too. You're like. 
like, oh my God, I record that bedroom. Like, it's just, you know, <laughs> when you have, like, you mentioned your kids were sick and, like, it was, like, instant, like, <gasps> phase one fear. Like, right? It was so discouraging. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like, please don't have their own. Like, we just, we dodged it for for six months. Don't catch it in the one yard line, like, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, well, I mean, again, you have kids, you understand. Yeah. One of our kids had more than one symptom on the screening passport to go to school. So once there's more than one symptom, you have two choices get them COVID tested or. Um, they have low. to isolate for 10 days. Mm-hmm. So we were looking at our calendar and it was actually right before the long weekend. So we're like, we could isolate for 10 days. Like there was nothing really massive going on, but we decided just to take her and get tested. And obviously she was negative and everyone's healthy and good. And yeah. her symptoms literally went away after a day. Like she literally had like a 24 hour cold. Yeah. And the next day she was fine. So when I went to take her for her COVID test, even the nurse doing the test was like, oh, I feel so bad for her. She wasn't sick. Yeah. But Ooh. it was either that or she couldn't go back to school for 10 days. Yeah. And there's a whole other like the poor kids have missed so much school, right? Like. Remember, there's also like a, a teacher strike, right? Like before, like last year was a wash. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like isn't that like last year the kids had well, that, and, and the school that we were at was even more of a wash because her 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 kindergarten teacher was off for so long with injury. Yeah, we oh, and lost, they had nothing but like supply teachers for months. We lost four months in her first year of school. She lost four months because um, her teacher went for surgery and they actually damaged her neck during surgery. So then she was off with injury for months. Lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody probably called Chris. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then last year with the rotating strikes and then COVID. And so now she's back in school and loving it. I'm like, oh, hopefully this year can actually continue. <laughs> Transition year part two. <laughs> oh man, it's it's been a time. Yeah. For everybody though. I have to say though, I'll end off on this. You were talking about like people who wanted to put in claims because of the pandemic, um, which I think is hilarious. Like that's the the problem is I don't think people understand what insurance is. It's it it's insurance. You only have it one as long as you're actually paying into it. Like you know the number of people who become self employed and then don't understand why they can't get EI. But I won't get into that. Mm. Um, The pandemic insurance thing. I've seen a lot of people complaining about like you know why we're not covered. I have lost in the last seven. When I say lost. It's not really lost. It was never mine, but I've lost. Well, a loss. I've lost about twelve hundred dollars mm-hmm. of me having to cancel clients from when my daughter was sick, and clients having to cancel with me because of being in contact with someone who tested positive. Yeah. Like literally in seven days, twelve hundred dollars out the window. Yeah, like well, that's the thing. Like people, you know, on the kind of on the note, right? Like you know, insurance, we could we could pay it all. But your rates would go up through the roof. Well, exactly. And so I'm just one person. I'm assuming there's tons of RMTs who are in the same boat as I am where, like, I mean, ethically, I... I can't work if I think that there's been some, po- and I can't tell a client to come in. Like I had a client text me the other day. Um, my neighbor told me he tested positive for COVID. I talked to him at a six foot distance. I'm like, you're basically texting me, telling me you were in contact with somebody with COVID. Like I, regardless if you're telling me, oh, we were sick. I'm like, now yeah. that you have told me, that, no, I can't. You failed the pre-screen. You failed the pre-screen. You cannot come in. Yeah. So, and she was like, oh, I shouldn't have opened my big mouth. I said, no, you no, should. You I need to know this information. Because we've heard the complete reverse where someone has come in for treatment and they're on the table and there's like 10 minutes left into the treatment and they tell the person yeah by the way i lied, I lied on my uh screen I, I heard that i heard that that, that podcast and like when i was listening to you I'm like, i think i had to pull over because i was like so like oh my god <laughs> like that's just you know it's insane it's yeah. insane people are nuts i think that's that's the theme people are nuts yeah but 
Chris saw how wonderful my clients are when he got here. So I'm I'm pretty lucky. I don't have a lot of that. His desk is also <laughs> going to be outside tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're in so much trouble. I know. Can you just return your voicemails? Yeah. And, uh... I, don't think, I don't think my dad knows what Spotify is. So I'll just, I'll, like, just make sure the podcast doesn't play on there. I'm going to email it to him. <laughs> <laughs> the, the unedited exactly. version. Oh, no. Along with the video. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting there's video. Oh. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you for driving all the way to Toronto and hanging out with us. And He's sorry. got a seven month old. He's like, thank God I'm I know, out of the house. This is vacation. <laughs> this is a night out in Vegas. <laughs> Don't say that to I me think we should. I think we should go get drinks after that. Because <laughs> all I picture when you say that is Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen in a hotel room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, what that's movie okay. is that from? Uh, knocked up? Knocked up? Hang up. Oh, yeah. Not, oh, yeah, Knocked Up. <laughs> well, the good news is in that movie, their wives weren't there. So you two can go out and I'm going home to sleep. <laughs> No, I, I told him I, got, I have a curfew. Like, I'm pretty sure my, yeah, she's, I'll be home by 8.30. I promise I'll do the first feeding. I promise I'll do the first feeding. Awesome. No, I appreciate everything. And uh, yeah, well, uh, I will do this again for claims and podcasting part two. Right on. All right. right. Sounds right. good. Thanks for coming by. This has been good. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone, not pre-recorded. Peace. <laughs>